Las Vegas. Thank you for joining us again here on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show. If you guys are watching us, please take a moment, like, comment, share, download, tell your friends, keep following us. We're across a lot of different portals. Um, if you're listening to us today on one of those portals, if you follow us, you will be notified every week when we have a new show. And today we have a very uh, fun show, lots of, well, well fun, uh, lots of interesting news to talk about. I don't know if it's fun news or not, but we have some great guests. Uh, we have Randy Garcia with Home Networks Electric and Solar. Um, and Randy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Randy Garcia. I'm from originally uh, California, San Jose. Um, moved here about four years ago. Uh, have an electrical contracting uh, company. Uh, both in California and here in Nevada. And uh, one of our major uh, contracts that we have is for Tesla. And um, we do solar, EV charging, and home energy battery storage. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that because that's, that's something that's uh, very big right now. A lot of people are looking into. <laughs> and we have Damian Bass, Damian Keller Williams, VIP, return guest. Oh, well, both of you guys are return guests. And Damian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm Damian Bass, uh, originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've uh, been a licensed realtor for a little over three years now uh, with Keller Williams. Um, and wow. Yeah, this market is crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, let's open up with that because this market is crazy. For sure. Our inventory numbers. We we have just a little bit of a silver lining. We've gone up about 500 over the last couple weeks. Seems really big, but it's not big at all um, considering the amount of inventory that we have. So single family inventory right now um, across the valley is 1,902 homes. Um, over the last seven days, we've only had 207 price reductions. Again, those numbers are just crazy low. We're still at about two, two and a half weeks of inventory where we can sell out. What are you guys, Randy, you're out there, you're, you're installing solar and, and doing, working with a lot of homeowners and, and just out there hearing people around your community. What are you, what are you, what, what are your thoughts on what's happening with real estate right now? Uh, what I hear from family, friends, and customers is that um, is they can't get into a house that's priced right. And everyone's trying to compare what they were able to get the house or what they heard they can get the house for a few years ago. And it's <laughs> nowhere near that, right? And I'm like, you got to really come out here, see what's happening in the market before you even consider selling, you know, where you're moving from. You yeah, know, so. absolutely. It, it's funny. It's a realtor joke that, um, it, but it's not a joke. It actually does happen often. It's like someone will call and be like, Hey, I, you know, I want a, a single story home with a pool in Summerlin for $150,000. And I'm like, <laughs> we need a time machine. Like it's not going to happen. Right. So Damien, what are you feeling out there? No, it's the same thing. Like we were just talking. Um, I have this one client in particular for the last like four or five months. Um, you know, they've been pre-qualified and we've been putting in bid after bid after bid after bid. I mean, over 20 bids we put in with this one uh, client and she just keeps they just keep getting beat out uh and they're strong offers no, right they're not weak offers they're offering cash over the appraisal yeah. they're offering you know over the uh the uh amount that that's listed so it's like you know what what more can they do yeah 
I'm experiencing that too. It's like the offers we're writing, I mean, there was a time when those would have been golden offers. Everybody else better yes. back off, and now they're not enough. Well, you know what? I just, <laughs> I just had one. I listed it for three fifteen, and ended up going for three sixty with twenty thousand cash over appraisal. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I have uh, noticed that even the homes that are on the market right now, um, when we're in that three hundred price range, there's some that are, or any home so far that I've seen listed anywhere around the three hundred uh, area. They're never selling like under 350 or 360. They're they're always every time you know we get beat out on offers. I say, well, what one? And they're like, oh, it's 350, 360. They're paying that much over. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So it is. Um, it, it's tough. And those are those, those are those first time homebuyers. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because that's what's I guess so sad about it. You know, is um, you know, it's the the people that are established, they're owning homes, they're moving up, they're they're you know changing you know different types of homes. They're not running into as much of the problem, even though they are. The problem exists across all price points. But those first time home buyers, it's, it's so hard for them right now. Yeah, um, so FUD uh, Inman headlines, which uh, this this is I had to look it up. This acronym is a thing. FUD fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Uh, there is an article that I read in Inman that said that um, this is really going to have a huge effect on the spring market because I think that, and I, I said this in a previous show, is I think that we might have uh, cashed in on the spring market a little early here in Vegas. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Spring started in December. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I think that the FUD is going to be uh, the biggest factor moving forward because uh, with the interest rates just going up, I mean, it can go either way. You know, it can be an influx of buyers. It can be an influx of sellers. So it's like that FUD is going to be the difference. You know, how Ab do people go? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the cost of everything changing and going up, I mean, people are affected by this. Correct. There's There's no uh, gas. Let's talk about that for a second. This is this is where I got to talk to Randy because I know he's seeing this. Gas prices. How much has that changed the people from wanting to convert to electric vehicles? There's been a huge uh, push for electric vehicles. Um, obviously, gas right now is just at its highest point uh, since you know decades. However, the only reason why it would stop people from going electric is the electric vehicles are just unaffordable right now. So they're stuck with, you know, having to pay for these existing prices right now. So there's no real way out of it. It's a catch 22. It's either um, you try and fork up 50, 60, 70 K for a brand new vehicle, which people don't have money to buy right now, or you continuously pay um, you know, increments of going to the gas station, right? So um, either way, it's, it's, it's bad for the economy because they have to tighten their belts in other areas uh, such as food or mm -hmm. their entertainment or, um, you know, just changing their lifestyle, which creates a lot of, of uh, stress on families and um, relationships and so forth, right? So there's a, it's, it's not, it's deeper than just, you know, at the gas pump. It affects the whole chain. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I'm seeing with electric vehicles is, 
in some cases, with what you're paying for gas, they kind of pay for themselves. I mean, they do make sense. I know they're back ordered now and they're they're not as easy to get, but they I they do really make sense in, in the long run. But you know, some there's something right for everyone. But a lot of these new companies that are um, coming out, like Chevy just came out with uh, with one or they're coming out with one. And oh my gosh, like the starting price on that for like a 250 mile battery is <laughs> insane. So I don't, you know, again, it, it's going to be something that's worked out over time. And not only um, gas, uh, such as the gas, you know, for, for our vehicles that's gone up, natural gas has gone up. Like Southwest gas doubled mm -hmm. <laughs> over the last couple yeah. of months, like out of the blue. They said they sent out a notice. I don't know. No one ever read it, but you know, our bills just <laughs> doubled. <laughs> but they, um, I, that, I mean, that is still, I feel like that's another incentive for people to go solar. Are you seeing a lot of people that are just wanting to, you know, transition? Yes. There's a lot of people that, uh, again, want to, right. And, um, in California, uh, where we're originally from, uh, there there was a green movement years ago that uh, uh, embraced and adopted uh, going green. And um, they made that conversion and understand it's just not smoke and mirrors. I get it. Everyone it has different ways of looking at uh, solar and the upfront costs because it's, it's pretty costly in the beginning. But there's a return on the investment um, generally broken down about 10 years, there's a payback and everything after that is money saved, is money earned, right? Um, what we do notice here in the Valley is that the, um, the ones that are native to Nevada, their income is a lot different than of California's, whether mm -hmm. it be the Bay Area technology market or Southern California, um, you know, they're selling their home there and being able to come here, buy out houses for cash, which is nothing. I'm a kid from the east side of San Jose, and I was able to secure my home in 1999. And um, I was able to sell it for 1.5 million um, just, just last July. Wow. And um, that was part of the American dream is to buy your home and then sell it, which will secure your retirement, right? That's kind of the story of, you know, being able to make early investments, proper investments. Now, my own kids can't even afford homes right now. Yeah. This generation, I really am concerned with right now. And, you know, what I see with the market and what's happening with natives from here in Nevada, uh, they're being outpriced and pushed out. That's why I see that there's a deep, I don't want to say hatred, but there is a deep um, passion for Californians that come here. And um, <laughs> either you love them <laughs> or you dislike them. You love them because you are from here and you do own your home and it, they've made your property value go up. Or if you didn't take advantage of your home, they outpriced you. And that's unfortunate, but that's a sad reality. Yeah. And, and this is, this is a sad reality that we're seeing right now. We're in a housing crisis. It's just a different type of housing crisis than we've seen years ago. We're not in the type of housing crisis where everyone, you know, can't afford their homes and is losing their homes. We're in a housing crisis where 
people in this city that live, work, and have locals to the city can't can't get into homes, can't get into entry level homes. There's the first time home buyer is getting replaced with the investor. It's right. killing the American dream. Not only in Vegas, this is happening all across the country, but we're seeing it on such a high level here yeah. in Vegas. No, that's a big deal. Um, and I've really been advocating uh, to my clients. You know, I can't make the decision for them, but we prefer you go with a regular person over a corporate structure. Absolutely. You know, I, it's just that's just what I preach to them in all of the consultations. It's just again, I just can't emphasize that point enough. Can't force them to do it, but I'm just definitely nailing. Like, please, well, just invest in a person. Exactly. <laughs> you and, know? and and these corporations, we know because we're behind the scenes. Right. All these people out there, and I, I preach about this all the time on the show. But you know, these cash buyers gonna buy your house for cash, no repairs, no anything. Even the cash buyers that offer when a home's listed on the MLS, they're mm -hmm. out there. They're all over the place. Their offers are not the best, and they're no, gonna no. try. To, they they try to finagle things where mm -hmm. they drop the price once you're in contract, and you know start haggling with you on everything. Those are those are not the best, and it's not only that. Do you really want to live in a city where corporations own a big percentage of our right. homes? Do you right. want to live in a country like that? Mm -hmm. Think about what you're doing, sellers, and these they're not convenient. I've I've reached out to some of some of my people, like you know my past clients, my database, and just you know I follow up. I do I do these uh, you know client events, all these different things. And I talk to them, and they're like, oh, you know, it was just a I sold it to one of those you know places, no repairs, no whatever. Yeah. They bought it two weeks, let me stay for 30 days. And I'm just like, really? Why did you do that? And then they tell me the price that they ended up clearing, you know, at the end. And I'm like, do you know how much money you lost? Right. Like yeah. it could have did. Yes, of course, when we list it on the market, that price that they initially offered you might have been our initial list price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But That's we know good. you're going to get so much better than that exactly. once the buyers start competing. It's about the marketing media marketing television radio and what they hear they're constantly yeah. in their ears i know so they're pushing this and that's where they're spending uh their um uh, i think I, you know like the money that they make you know from getting these homes for a lot cheaper than what they could have sold it yeah. for on advertising so they keep that up and and people are like well this is convenient I might yeah. as well just sell yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of what happened many years with the manufacturing in this company. When I was a kid, everything was made in the USA. Everything yeah. was made in the USA. And then, uh, you know, as the companies grew, they started outsourcing to different companies. And then now nothing is made in the USA. Yeah. It's kind of becoming similar with the housing market. They're giving them away to the corporations and stuff. And now it's like nothing's for the regular people. And then they're, yeah. And, and U.S. citizens will soon not own any homes. And that, exactly. <laughs> Just like, you know, nothing's made in the USA. Yeah. You don't own. Um, but I, I saw a commercial, you know, a few months ago. They said, you'll be renting everything and you'll be happy. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No. No. No, I will not be happy. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I do. I think there's there's something to be said for that. And it's eerie when you think about how mm -hmm. deep that could go. They're yeah. planting seeds. Well, yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I think I've seen some commercial like that as yeah, well. It was like, weird. It was, it was super weird. Yeah, and, and it, it is. It's like, again, and I, I say this all the time, like, you know, if you had a, 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 a beautiful diamond ring, you could sell it to a pawn shop and they're going to give you cash real quick and, yeah. and it's going to seem easy and you're going to walk away and feel happy about it. Yeah. You took that diamond <laughs> ring, you put it yeah. in Zell's or a nice jewelry store, and it had mm -hmm. a presentation and it had the marketing behind it. But how it. do you reach your market? <clears throat> how do you educate your market and tell them 
this is not true. They're and, selling you a dream and I can get you better. How do you do that? One thing that I do is I, and, and again, it's trying to get the awareness. I'm not on every billboard or in front of people every day and that's a struggle, you know? So when I do reach out and talk to people, I let them know. I understand if you're considering that because it sounds like a good deal. Let me review the numbers before mm -hmm. you sign a contract with them. That's it. And so many people, they, you know, they, they feel, maybe they feel embarrassed, you know, like, I don't want you to be insulted that I decided to go this route. You know what I mean? Some people feel that way. They don't want to tell you up front. And I've had some people that actually had called me in the middle of a contract, like, oh my gosh, they're doing this to me and this and this happened and they're locked in a contract they can't get out of. And they're at a point where I can't help them anymore. You know, it comes, so, it comes to mind about how many lawyer video you know like commercials <laughs> that we see here yeah. time after yeah. time like Palopolis and you know all yeah. these other lawyers right and it just makes you wonder it's like is this how people are getting you know their money by suing other people that's that's kind of shady anyways but my point <laughs> is as far as maybe getting a network of of uh, real estate agents in order to just put that message out mm -hmm. and put it on the media, everyone invest in it and do the same. Program, yeah. you know, the the uh, the media, program the commercials, and educate people. That's yeah. the only way to do it. We're stronger together. That's absolutely right. That's yeah, absolutely. we could. I mean, we have in in real estate and our our licensing laws. We can't boycott a company. Um, you know, specifically, but we can do awareness campaigns and we could get together. I'm sure the cost of it would be a lot less if we all did it as a group. Mm -hmm. So we could do awareness campaigns of <clears throat> just saying, you know, why, why using a realtor is, um, it, it is important. You have a person that you're dealing with. You don't, you're not dealing with a computer that is, you know, or an algorithm mm -hmm. that's going to tell you what everything is and how everything works. So, um, so. Another thing that um, that has been quoted in an Inman article um, recently is that buyers and their agents, they're losing their minds, they're losing patience. They're, we see this, there's one thing in real estate that is a skill of a good realtor, right? Is keeping your head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when everybody else is losing it, yes. you're just keeping your head. We're we're counselors. Do you feel like a counselor oh sometimes? My God. More often than not. Right. You hear me? Yeah. I mean, but these are people going real people going through real situations. Why would you want an algorithm handling that? They don't care about, you know, the, you know, you have this spouse that passed or your kid that moved to a different state for college. They don't care about any of that. They care about the bottom line, period. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. whatever's happening in your personal life. But yeah, what and and us staying level-headed and being able to, you know, be the voice of reason when mm -hmm. people buying and selling homes in most people's lives is like one of the biggest, biggest events that Absolutely. happens. Mm -hmm. And it can be a very stressful time, especially yes. moving, packing, moving, mm -hmm. you know, changing cities. The reason why you're moving is a factor involved. There's so many things that happen. Mm -hmm. Very stressful for people during this, this time. Mm -hmm. um, and then not to even mention the, you know, when we get into like the probate or the estate sales and, and things like that, you know, there's so many things that play in, play into it. And we're supposed to be the ones keeping, staying level headed during this. And the market has been so stressful, not only on the consumer, but on the realtor. And that's one thing that people don't understand is how stressful this is for the realtors that are out there right now 
they're starting to lose it. And I hear it. I hear the stress in their voice when they're calling with offers, you know, and they're just like, I have this offer. This is a wonderful offer. And it's not enough. Yeah, please, please do. They tell us all about their buyer. Gosh, you know, it's it's not enough and it's not the best, you know, it's, it's, and there's nothing we can do to change that. There's nothing we can do personally to change it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that is, um, that is rough. Along with that, um, so so they quoted it. Inman had quoted this as a bloodbath out there for people that are shopping. Which yeah. is a very creative choice of words. But um, along with that, there's misinformation. There's misinformation in the whole market. How many people have you heard recently say the market's going to crash and they're just waiting for it? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not about what people are saying. Um, it's about what you see, mm-hmm. right? Um, obviously the market is at its highest. How can you justify the numbers where it's at right now? Yep. How can you justify um, the unemployment, right? That's not working and pumping that back into the economy. Um, the high inflated prices for gas, um, the uh, just everything around you, it doesn't make sense. Those numbers don't make sense. So FUD, right, is, is real. And be smart with it. Use your gut instinct. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying is, is if you don't do that, then you can lose all the equity that you've, you know, invested in and paid for over time. So uh, I, I say right now is a good time. Personally, it's my opinion, but I say it's a good time in order to sell in other places such as California and, and reinvest and buy property where you know people are moving to. That's what my, my dad said is, is find out where people are moving to and buy there yeah. ahead of time before it's too late. Before it's too late, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. And, and uh, on top of that, it's the um, you know, home ownership. Again, I say, it, it, when people ask me, every time that a buyer asks me, if, is it a good time to buy whatever year market time we're in, does the payment make sense to you? Can you it, are, are what you is what you're getting into affordable? Not only today, but will it be affordable in in next year, or the year after, ten years from now? That's what makes the difference. It doesn't matter what the prices are right now in the market. It matters of are you going to be able to afford your payment? Are you going to be able to live by that? Can you afford to purchase? If making your payment is taking every dime you have left and you can't afford to live a comfortable life after making your mortgage payment, maybe it's not the good, not a good time for you to buy. Maybe you need to save more money to make that more affordable. That really, I think, is the overall factor when it comes down to it. Um, when you get like older or more experienced in real estate or you own more real estate, that's where you're going to get into like investments and, and buying things more on a, for an investment standpoint. But when you're a first time home buyer, I think it really um, should boil down to what, what, what can you, what, what can you make work? I do have a concern though. And maybe, uh, you probably can shed some light on this, but with the current drought right now, like, <laughs> like me, yeah. um, as a surveyor of knowing like what the resources um, will be able to um, you know generate and uh, be able to cover with the existing population right now um, why are they not putting uh, some kind of stop to selling 
more houses. It's almost like they just, they're just concerned with just pushing more population to come here when our resources can't support it. I, I do, I do, and I've, I've heard a lot of people that are concerned about that, of us running out of water. I, I don't have an answer for that, I wish I did. Um, I have heard someone, um, I, I've heard some theory out there that um, beneath the mountains that there's a lot of water that's untapped and never been sourced uh, for any uh, reason, and we do have more that we haven't um, looked into getting. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know anything about that. Um, but yeah. Well, here's 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 my my point of it is with the homes that and resources that are are limited. Maybe putting a stop to building new houses yep. out here and keeping the existing. Um, the existing um, uh, inventory that we have right now will increase the market value on those and the value uh, will just go up only because it's limited inventory. Absolutely. So you're solving the problem and yet still being able to keep the real estate industry strong by now increasing into higher values. Unfortunately, it, it's, it might not be good for some, but for the existing and trying to find a solution to what's happening, because it's not just, you know, um, his problem, her problem. It's our problem. We Absolutely. live here. Yeah. Our kids problems. Right. Oh, yeah. I think we have to think for the future. A certain segment of homes uh, should, you know, go to first time home buyers specifically, um, you know, or just, you know, they should be. They might have to start segmenting homes in general. Okay, these these groups of homes are for seasoned homeowners. These groups are for first time. Mm -hmm. These are low income. Reserve. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just this amount is reserved for this specific geographic. I mean, right. demographic. That's a good idea. You know, yeah. that, that might be something we have to look into. Yeah. And, I, and one of the things I've been saying is that, you know, we should have some type of um, incentive or tax credit that's put out there for sellers that sell to first time homeowners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There Absolutely. should be some Or locals, people that of state yeah. if you've been in um, the city for five plus years or yeah. whatever the case yeah that know. helps the local economy correct um because mm -hmm. again where people that live work you know they work in the casinos they live here in vegas they're they're industry workers here they can't mm -hmm. afford homes right now correct. at we these prices them. they can't and afford need, them. and you need them we need we them, need so them. We this need is economy here. exactly we need to have housing specifically for those for demographics them. yes, yes. And, and we, we yeah. want them to own homes we, want we don't them. want yeah. these people yeah. to be yeah. renters and Absolutely. have to you know yeah. be subject They've to whatever it. these corporations and these landlords are raising rents to so now it becomes a responsibility that we have to instill in the real estate agent, mm -hmm. not just the greed, mm -hmm. yeah. because there's more to a well-rounded real estate agent yeah. that thinks yeah. of not only you know themselves, mm -hmm. but the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, the median age of first-time homebuyers is now up to 45. So that has raised uh, due to basically the the amount of cash that is needed now yeah. to be able to purchase a home, the amount of cash, the amount of buying power, the amount of credit. Um, it, it's raised so substantially over the last two years, it's pushed up that first time home buyer to 45 years old. Um, again, as I said, investors are replacing those first time home buyers in so many aspects. Um, and then back to rent, um, many US states right now are considering rent control. 
So um, as you've been hearing, some rents have gone up four or $500 a month in some cases, you know, it, that, that people are talking about and they're expected to continue raising. Um, some states, such as Oregon, have restricted rent hikes to no more than 7% the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. And the CPI, though, CPI is raising much more over the last couple of years than it has in the past. Um, and <clears throat> there's new voter-approved ordinances in Minnesota that caps rent increases to 3% annually. So we may, be, we may be reviewing that. A lot of states are reviewing some type of rent cap, so. I'm torn between mm. that. And I, I understand and I feel and I have, um, you know, empathy for the renters. However, where was that for the homeowners when the moratorium <laughs> was happening? Yeah. And there was no kind of, of, of uh, programs for homeowners. Yes, they can get into this, um, what is it, the, the moratorium, stay but that destroys their credit yeah so you know homeowners were forced to pay for their mortgages while their renters got this moratorium on them right yeah. so and then they gave them the money and in some cases i heard so many stories where the renters never paid the landlords the oh, back yeah. rent mm -hmm. they yeah. got to keep the money and run mm -hmm. that was that right. was wrong that should have went directly to the landlord. there should have been a program all across the board if, if it was affecting them on this side of the chain it should have been a program for the homeowners. If you're a mortgage or lease payer, it should apply to you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. now with rising gas, right? Food, right? You go to Costco, those stakes are now double, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, it's in context. There's a way to justify why rent is raising. So if you put these rent controls, now you're just handcuffing the homeowners. Right, they made that investment initially, so they can turn a profit on this. What's wrong with that? I I I, I get it from the standpoint. Maybe, like you said, there should be selective homes in certain areas where it applies, but it shouldn't be all across the board, such as you know Summerlin or parts of Henderson where access is. I mean, there's no reason that you should penalize you know the homeowner that made the investment. Right, right, I agree with that. Um, so last topic, um, we have more bad news from Cali. Uh, so from California, which will, I, I'm sure, uh, deter more people from purchasing homes in California, which, you know, they, they don't need more incentive than they already have. However, California is looking into a new bill right now called the California Speculation Act. This is saying that home flippers will be penalized with a 25% tax on flipping homes. So when you look at this from the outside, you say, ah, oh, home flippers, you know, they buy these homes, they flip them, they make all this money, who cares? Who cares what they're being taxed on? You know, some people will say it that way. However, what they're calling home flippers is anybody who is selling a home within seven years of purchasing mm. with home the average home buyer staying in the, their first home for five years. This isn't home flippers. This is going it's to a tax affect. On it's a tax on it. It's a tax on the the average homeowner. Absolutely. I think that it will murder California's real estate market. I mean, it's just. I feel like it's going to have such a bad impact on it, and it's going to be even more reason why people want to get out of California and come out here to Vegas. So, or or you know, come or anywhere but California. Um, 
What do you guys think about that? <laughs> oh, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's more of a punishment on the common man. If they would have said, uh, you know, within the first year, the first 24 months, six first months. 36, first six months. Flippers are selling their home within six months. By definition, months. Yeah. a flipper does not even hold a property for that long. That would be a buy and hold. <laughs> 90 you days. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So 90 days. there's no flipper in America or in the world that's holding for seven years. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I, they're just disguising it because this is their way that's of, their way of yes. digging in. Well, that, that's their way of getting it voted for, right? Because so many people vote without reading and mm -hmm. researching what they're voting on. Right. Sorry, Americans, you guys suck with this. But Well, so my dad said, make sure that you just put no to everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey. Not unless they start wording it the opposite, right? Right, right, right. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, so many people vote on something, uh, things that they don't research exactly what's behind it. So I'm sure if they see this speculation act and, and the headline is saying, oh, yeah, I read the headline and I was like, eh, who cares? You know, the headline saying 25% tax on home flippers, most most regular people are going to say, I don't care. Go ahead. Go mm -hmm. ahead and do that. You know, and the, I'm sure they're going to give you reasons where that tax dollar is going to go and it's going to sound good and you mm -hmm. think, why not? again and then you go into looking at what that is and yes that affects you most people won't know that that's going to affect them until it does mm -hmm. so that's how these things get through that's how this legislation gets passed mm -hmm. read what you're voting on learn research find out the pros and cons but that's uh that's why that's why there's so many things that are passed through law that uh that we don't like yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah well, it's been a great show. Thank you guys so much for all your input. Randy, how do people reach you if they want to talk to you about anything or get 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 some solar installed or their EV station hooked up? Yeah, I mean, it, so I didn't get to finish about solar. Solar is great in order to um, recap the cost. Um, it definitely is a good thing, an investment. Look into it. If you can save money, I'll be able to examine your bill and um, size out a proper system for you so that that way there's a proper offset. There's a lot of companies out here is not looking in your best interest. We're a family owned and operated business. And um, you know, I, I treat my people right. So give me a call and I definitely would take care of you. Thank you. Damien, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, Damien Bass, um, Keller Williams, you can reach me. Um, on social, uh, Vegas Realtor DB. Um, you can uh, have a local number, 702-439-5640. Uh, so feel oh. free to reach out to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you, Damien. And you guys know how to reach me, 702-308-2878. And please, if you're watching the show, download, follow, tell your friends about it, keep on spreading the word, and we'll see you next week on Realty Check.